whoa, whoa. You're telling me that my mom's got the hots for me? <laughs> Hi, I'm Vernon Wells, and you're listening to the Bad Boys Podcast. And just remember one little thing. You don't listen, I know where you live. I have to interrupt the podcast for a second. I have just a couple things to say. You you listen to the Bad Boys podcast. It's 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 fantastic. I tell you, they randomly rant on all things movies, and then you have you have uh, Mike and uh, Marcus, and how can you forget MCP? That the, these guys are they're, they're fantastic. So go ahead and give them a listen, and you won't be disappointed. Okay, all right. Yeah, that's, that was a totally uh, out of nowhere. Um, my man Arnold wanted to stop by and you know had some few nice things to say about us, so I appreciate that. Thanks, Arnold. That was out of nowhere. I had no idea he was going to say that. So, he's, oh, uh, shit. Good job. yeah, that's nice of him. Huh? Normally, he's calling us uh, bad words and stuff, ain't that right, Harley? Yeah, it's true. You are listening to the Bad Boys podcast, where we randomly rant on all things movies. I am your host, Fonzo, aka Mike Lowry. Joining me as always, Harley, aka Marcus Burnett. Who's that other guy over there? Tony, aka MCP. You know, every time I say that, I wave. Do <laughs> 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 you really? Are yeah. you waving that? Do <laughs> you really? Just to get in the spirit, you know. They say like, oh. you know, speak and smile when you're speaking, so people can hear. Like, they can hear the smile. I feel like they can hear my wave. They can feel hear my greeting. Now, who says this? The voice in your head, or? <laughs> Insane people. Okay. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I can just see you with like a creepy smile and 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 I'm waving now. All awkward. <laughs> oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, hi, Mark. Oh, there it is. Look at that. Oh yeah. He's oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> oh, hi, Mark. Got it. Oh, hi, Harley. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hi, Fonzo. I did not hit it. Oh, hi, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did not lose Skype. I did not. I swear. Oh, hi, guys. It's like Tommy Wasau and, and Arnold Schwarzenegger and a Arnold? baby. Yeah, no kidding. That's oh, God. Well, they, yeah, they're not too very, they're not too far apart, are they? <laughs> Why? See? You could, if you could get Tommy Wasau to say, Lines that Arnold said, you know, mm-hmm. in his various movies, you know, that oh. would be great. That, that would be, would be a no, I, yeah, that would be a Slater right there. <laughs> like, what, what, what would you, uh, what would you have him say? It's not a tumor. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Come with me if you want to live. Yeah, it was fucking bizarre, you know. <laughs> Like, I did not do that. I did not. What does your now, dad do? He goes, he goes <laughs> yeah, who, who is your daddy and what does he do? <laughs> yeah, anything from fucking. Gonna from, uh, golden, yeah. 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 So, yeah. so anyways. Guys, yeah, how was your guys' weekends? <laughs> we got, uh, I'll start off. My weekend was chill. Uh, Mazzy came up. We got picked up Mazzy on Friday and, uh, 
she was sick. We we're all fighting a bug. In fact, last night Chris was all sick and puking and vomiting and shit. And Mazzy missed some school because she was sick and vomiting and shit. So I'm kind of afraid that I'm going to be sick and vomiting and shit. But uh so far I feel okay. Um, but we'll see. So um, we kind of just took it easy. Sunday we or Sunday. So no, Saturday we went out to uh, to the waterfall, McLeod Falls, and the same one nice we went to. Like you took me and Donaldo. Yeah, no, no, no. This one's different. This one I'd only been I'd only been once before, actually when Mazzy was a baby. So um, it's kind of it's kind of out a little ways out in McLeod, but um, it's it's beautiful. It's a beautiful waterfall. So so football block. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, yeah, that was nice. And then, uh, school started today, so. Surprisingly, you weren't wearing a charger sweater in the picture. No! No, I wasn't, no. It's been laundry day or something. No, yeah, something like that, so. <laughs> Although I am wearing my charger shirt now, cause it's what I wore to school today, so. <laughs> there you go, nice. There you go. <laughs> so anyways, so, yeah, weekend was chill. I'm just trying to, everybody's trying to take it easy and weather was nice, so, um. Just trying to get out what little, you know, energy everybody had. So, yeah. what about y'all? Well, it wasn't so nice here. It was raining pretty much all oh. day. But yeah, it was kind of nice sometimes, you know. Um, yeah. but it's, it was just, uh, cloudy and, uh, um, uh, my team was in the playoffs, but I, you could say they kind of weren't because they didn't yeah. show up besides a running back named CJ Anderson. Everybody else forgot to, I forgot to show up, I guess. They, they were wearing pads, but somehow I think they were in disguise as some of the other teams because uh, that was a weird game. And then I read today that uh has been playing is. injured for like the last couple months, which is so weird because aren't you supposed to report things like that? That um, they, they Oh, are you talking about Payton? Yeah. Well, they, I saw the interview with him after the game, and he was like, yeah, I'm still, you know, the little nagging leg injury, but – you know, it wasn't really affecting my play. I mean, he was kind of claiming that it wasn't a big deal. Right. So, when you um, can't make a pass, though. It seems like a big yeah, deal. He, you're, yeah. You're he missing targets was, from like a mile away. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He like, was well, that's not like you. Like, I don't care how old you are. You, you still, like, you watch the beginning of the season. You can throw things, you can throw oh, darts absolutely. all over the place, but now you can't. It's like, it was really weird. I mean, it was really weird. Um, and then our coaches uh, got uh yeah your coach got let him go <laughs> yeah they said mutual agreement yeah yeah which means fired. he got named <laughs> yeah it's a nice way of saying get out of here you know mediocre. well it's tough when when you know you're sort of the favorites of the league and you walk well, you were in the division four straight season. yeah you went to, yeah you got exactly. all that, and then all of a sudden talent and yeah it's we just, did that when we were we did that the Chargers did that when we went fourteen and two mm-hmm. fucking lost in the first divisional game it was like yeah. I was like it's it's like Jesus Christ, you fucking right. idiots! Yeah, so, like you, yeah, you, know, you got you got a bye week, you got time to rest. You had two time, yeah, two weeks to go over it, and we had already beaten them the first game, first game of yeah. the year. Uh, it was just unlike them, and it's played really weird. I mean, there's this there's a time where it was like third and five, and there's daylight in front of him, and he's he didn't uh, he didn't run. And yeah. he, they said he threw the double coverage. Like what? It's like, do you not want to play Tom Brady in New England? Like, are you scared to fight him, play him? You know, because it's. Sure, I'm playing like you guys are playing weird, so really upsetting. But uh, I don't know. Um, but so you got to think positive. I was like, I'm positive we're gonna lose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, 
I was like, all right, I'm like, all right, this, um, I, I didn't have any confidence in him, like, just even going into that game for some reason, I just, something that wasn't right, you know what I mean? If Payton was still like surging like he was in the beginning of the season, then maybe, but they just played, been playing weird and, um, so that was, that was Saturday and then, uh, Sunday's business as usual, had a doctor's appointment, just regular checkup, see what's, you know, just, uh, and, How's your, and, uh, didn't you and, say you had uh, high cholesterol? Couple, couple. No, that was like back. yeah, it was like 2011. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, oh, <laughs> last time I saw you was 2011. I'm like, yeah, that's Mexicans. We don't be going to doctors. We'll <laughs> drink Sprite or something and it fucking feel better. Yeah, because like, hey, you want a flu shot? I was like, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> you know, I was like, because uh, I remember my boy Jeff. He he took a flu shot. Then two days later, he was sick. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Hey, well, Chris hey, takes the hey, flu hey, shot and she got the flu, so. Yeah, see, so like, why? What the? What's the point? <laughs> so, but, uh, yeah, that was. Well, I, I actually read an article that stated uh, this year the flu shot is less effective than it has been in the past couple of years, oh. because the flu that's going around is is sort of immune to the flu shot that that they give. So, yeah, I want my body to be immune of whatever it is, and then you know, yeah. But that was but my I, weekend. Yeah, I didn't go in a. Get drunk or get wasted or punch prostitutes in the face or go hiking or anything exciting. But uh, MCP, that sounds like your weekend. How was your weekend, sir? (laughs) You punch any prostitutes in the face? (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to punch the flu in the face. Oh, you got the flu? Well, I had the flu all last week. Last week, and then um, I I just have the residual bronchitis. Um, and then Lane got sick, so we're just. Just keeping it chill this weekend. Um, her mom had a birthday today. We celebrated yesterday. Just went over there and had pizza and cheesecake. So it was pretty chill. Nothing, nothing too exciting this weekend. Right on. Cool. Yeah. Sometimes you know, you just need to chill. Yeah. Chill weekend. Well, we were all you know getting over the uh, um, New Year's and all that shit. Yeah. Instead of settling down, settling down. But you guys, yeah. uh, you guys didn't see any extras, though, huh? I didn't. Nope. Nothing. Not damn. All right. Yeah, not damn thing. All right. We'll keep it short then. We'll, we can do some top five. Then uh, we can do a little. So, uh, not a lot of, uh, movement. Only one new film. Number five was Unbroken. Uh, slipped from number three to number five. Made $8.1 million. But it's done well. It made 101. All the movies in the top five have done really well. Unbroken has made 101 million so far. The Hobbit big drop went from one to four. Mm. But still made 9.3 million. But, and still has already made $236 million. This is just domestic. 236? Yeah, yeah. Into the Woods actually moved from number two to number three. It had a, a, a less drop than uh, The Hobbit, although it was almost a tie. It made 9.5 to Hobbit's 9.3. Uh, it's two done well, $105 million on a $50 million budget. And then the number two film was Selma, and it actually finally got a wide release, mm-hmm. and it made 11.3, which brings me to the number one film, which has Liam Neeson, or Liam in, Neeson it. in it, and uh, it's funny because he—it's uh, a kind of a uh, an internet meme of sorts. 
because some time ago after the second one, he goes, I quote, Liam Neeson said, I don't think there'll be a Tekken, <laughs> I don't think there'll what? be a, te- a Taken 3. <laughs> Thank you. She can't get taken again. That's just bad parenting. Yeah. So he spoke too soon. They went ahead and shat out a third one. I haven't seen the second one. They did. Yeah, uh, there was a third one, but I don't think she was taken. Yeah. So, well, I mean, this is just a quote he said some years ago. So that's what's after funny. The yeah. second one came out. So yeah. Um. So yeah, it came out and it made a shit ton of money. Thirty nine point yeah. two million dollars. People love their Liam Neeson, boy. And I I read somewhere that he made 20 times the amount on the third movie than he did on the first one. No wonder he's coming back. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I don't know why he's complaining. I don't know if there'd be a fourth. Yeah, I keep saying that. Bullshit. Put your daughter up on the sidewalk. Taken, mistaken, freaking, yeah. Take her, take, yeah, I mean. Take me, take yeah, yeah. Make the 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 letter A as a four for taking. Who cares? Be, Keep, they're know. gonna be like they're gonna be like kill my my daughter and then I'll and then take her soul and then I'll get her soul. Then he back. Fights, I'll, then come, he I'll the come down for it in hell. That's yeah, right. exactly, exactly. Listen, you're Satan. You may not know me. If, if anybody <laughs> can whoop, have had skills, skills that make it dangerous for people like you. Could me. whoop uh, Satan's ass. The devil's Liam ass. It's Liam Neeson. Right. Yeah, Tell me you don't want to see that now. I know, I do, I do. <laughs> taking four. Taking four, Back straight to hell. To hell. No, yeah, but taking yeah, yeah. four, highway to hell. There you go. You play that so. ACDC song? To the, there you go, there's a trailer for you. Yeah, so I don't know what comes out. What comes I guess, out? Are you guys excited for anything in the theater to come out lately? That's what I was going to ask you. I mean, there's... Um, can I come in to see us the boy next door, Mordecai, Strange Magic, Black Sea, and Cake? Like, is there anything you guys are looking forward to see? Not really, uh, looking through January. It's not, it's, it's, you know, January should have dealt with anyways. Yeah, yeah, it's a good point. That Jupiter Ascending, that, uh, Wachowski, um, brothers, brother and sister, you know, Mm -hmm. that could be fun. That comes out February 6th. Um, what else we got? Hot Tub Time Machine. Yeah, yeah. Nothing I want to see in the theater. Probably until March. That's that was February. I can think of February. Chappie comes out March six. I'd be curious to see that. When the fuck does uh, Age of Ultron come out? Is that April or May? Oh, Furious Seven comes out April third. May first. Oh, May. Okay. Yeah, that's Mad Max. That's all that fucking matters right there, god damn it. Mad Max and the, uh, Age of Ultron. Yeah. Age of Ultron comes on in May as well? Yep. Yeah. Shit. May 1st for Avengers. May 15th for Mad Max. Well, there we go. And then a movie called Monster Trucks, May 29th. <laughs> <laughs> what? The animated movie? I don't know. An original film based on the popularity of Monster Trucks revolves around typical... Vehicles typically styled after pickup trucks modified or purposely built with extreme. That's must be a documentary. All over. It must be a documentary. So anyway, so there's your top five movies and uh, anything interesting coming up in the next three months? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Save your money. Stay home. Watch Netflix. Yeah. Catch up on TV. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 
Banshee's back. And you guys, are you guys any? Are you guys watching any TV right now, or starting anything new? Nope, I'm not. Um, House of Cards comes out, I think, next month. I'll be watching that. Alright. Yeah, I haven't, uh, since, since, uh, the season three of, uh, the newsroom finished, I've been sort of, uh, I don't want to really watch anything. It was, it was really heavy towards the end of the, the third season. It was a real short season. It was only six episodes and just phenomenal writing. Phenomenal writing. And, um, yeah, that's that was my my favorite. I got Chris on it, hooked on it too. So she watched all three seasons like back to back. So yeah, right on. Yeah, yeah. this it show a Banshee that I like uh, just started season three this Friday, and uh, it it picks up right where we left off. Um, remember how I described that show to you guys in the past? Yeah, vaguely. two words. What did I say? I don't remember. No, it's SCP. Uh-huh. You remember? Remember something about fucking hot wings? Uh huh. That's yeah. one word. Oh, second, that's what right. Second one. What was the second one? A whole lot of. If you like <laughs> fucking and fighting. Oh, fucking and fighting. That's right. Yeah, if you like right. those two, you fucking love the show. And uh, like five minutes in, um, there's continuation from the previous season, and some, and uh, they kill somebody. And a couple minutes later, some dudes getting some dudes banging this chick, and you're like, God damn, they don't waste any time, man. Mm. They, they like they like. It's like they know they're on Cinemax. I mean, you know what I mean? They're like, uh, live up to the Cinemax name of Cinemax. Um, they don't, they don't, they don't waste no time. They don't fuck around. And, um, yeah, it's just fucking the, the and what's cool about the show too, it's like, it doesn't shy away from, from, um, it's, um, it's like previous seasons or it doesn't try to be anything, any other show or, Try to be too too smart. I mean, it knows exactly what it is, and I and I love it for it. And it doesn't steer away from its previous seasons. Or go, oh, you know what? We're gonna try to be abstract. Or gonna... no, 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 no. We're gonna keep with the form that works. You know, we got guys shooting their fucking guns. We got dudes fighting, and and we got hot chicks, and they're getting banged, and it's fucking awesome. <laughs> it works. Hot you guys, chicks, man. and they're getting banged. There you go, dude. If, if that's not if you're not sold, I mean, if you're not watching the first episode, but I, I mean. Uh, you guys should really give it a shot. If, I would, I'm telling you, you guys would really like it. I'm telling you. Uh, if you don't, you're not a, you don't have balls in your fucking. I catch the Mr. Attached. Skin highlights. What's that? Catch the hit Mr. Skin highlights. You could. <laughs> you, you watch and go look, see? But you gotta watch some cool ass fucking fighting, dude. <laughs> you gotta, it's just, it's, it's bananas. The show's crazy. It's fun. Dude, if you get, um, Tony, um, on Xbox One, there's a is there a Max Go app you can get like HBO Go? Uh, I'm not sure. If you can, I'll put it on there for you and fucking enjoy it and watch it. I'm telling you, unless you're watching, you want you're not watching anything right now, Tony. I'm not watching anything, no. Mm. See, the oh. day you schedule right now, boom. But yeah, nothing's um like some shows have come back on you know, on TV, but um like and Walking Dead will come back in February and. Uh, did you ever give that shot, shot, Tony? Were you ever watching Walking Dead? No. I gave it a shot, Never. but I just couldn't get into it. Couldn't get into the it, huh? Serial uh-huh. shows, just having a wait a week, you know, type thing. I don't know. It just, it doesn't appear. That's every me. show. <laughs> what season yeah, are they on? I don't, I don't watch shows. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I barely yeah. enjoy, um, um, Game of Thrones. I'd rather just get it all at the end than just let me watch it at the end. Yeah, I'm, the, I'm that way with Game of Thrones. 
What uh, uh season five maybe Walking Dead? Oh. I think. Yeah. I think I watched I I watched the first two. Maybe I even saw the third one. You're that far behind? Oh, I've, I'll never watch it again. Oh. Totally, it's it. You know, it got boring and jumped shark, as they say. All right. So, but anyways, yeah. You said you saw um, an extra. I did. Yeah, this one was showing up on a lot of people's list, and uh, I wish I could have seen it before. Oh. Um. My top ten, before I made my top ten, because it might have snuck in there. Um, yeah, I saw a movie called Whiplash. It's showing up on a lot of people's um, top ten. A promising young drummer enrolls at a uh, cutthroat music conservatory where he, where his dreams of greatness are mentored by an instructor who will stop at nothing to realize his student's potential. And written directed by the same person, Damien Chazelle. And like Harley was telling me, that he's only thirty years old. Yeah. And, and it's got uh, an, it's out of 26,000 users, it's got an 8.7 on IMDb. That's nuts. Yeah. We figured the poster, it's got all these, you know, from headlines from different, um, yeah, different reviewers. Yeah. It stars Miles Teller. Remember him? You guys seen him before, right? Looks kind of like a John, a little young John Cusack. He was in, yeah. Uh, yeah. Have you seen him before? Yeah. And uh, yeah. J.K. Simmons plays Fletcher. Even Paul Reiser showing up as his dad, not Miles Teller's dad. Uh, like every time I see him, like you're the dick in aliens, um, <laughs> and then, you know you're you're on a TV show, but you're the oh, dick. Oh, Paul Riser, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, uh, yeah. This movie's fucking fantastic, dude. It's got a. I must tell he he'll stop at nothing to be the best, and uh, his stubbornness, and uh, see a lot of MCP in it. Just uh, <laughs> he's he's just so goal orientated. Where like he's. He, he see, there's this girl, he's, he, he likes at the movie theater, and he's always going to the movie theater with his dad. Um, and he likes her, and he, and he goes out, you know, he, he asks her out, he finally gets to, um, gets to ask her out, and then, and then when, um, he realizes he really wants this, where he wants to get into this prestige school, he wants nothing, nothing to get in his way, and one day he takes her out to eat, and he's like, you know what, this won't work, and she, and she's like, you're a fucking dick, like, and, but he's like, Telling the truth, like you know what, I'm going to be spending all this time, and all I'm going to think about is this, and then you're going to get mad at me for not spending enough time to, with you. And you're like, why is, well, at least he's being honest, but kind of being a little dick about it with her. But uh, but he knows what he wants, and that's he wants to be the best. He said he even says he wants to be the best drummer. He he's listening to music in the bus ride to school, and he's got a picture of uh, this post of this uh, drummer, and um, he you you see him in the very beginning. He's practicing his drums. And, uh, like at this, like, he's at the school before, while nobody's there, and then the instructor kind of sees him, and at first, J.K. Sims, like, seems like he's, like, really nice and thinking, like, oh yeah, he, he, um, he's like, he's gonna give him a shot, cause all he wants is one shot to get in. And, um, and then, uh, he listens to him, and he's like, hey, you know, you, you got some, you know, you should kind of, uh, keep it, keep it going. Finally lets him squeak in, he calls him a squeaker, he says he squeaks in and sees what he can do. Uh, at first, you're like, all right, J.K. Simmons, you know, he's going to be nice. God damn, is he one of the scariest fucking people you've ever seen on the screen, dude? Holy shit. All of a sudden, he just switches in and just starts fucking yelling at people. Like, like, here's an example. He asks, you know, he, he stops him in the, in, in the hallway and he's like, hey, so, you know, what's, what's your story at home? What's, what's going on? What's your family situation? He's like, oh, my dad is, uh, he's a writer. Oh, he's a writer. I don't write anything professionally. No, he's just, uh, oh, he, he's like a teacher, you know, oh, okay, you know, teacher. Yeah, I get a college. Oh no, not high school. Oh okay. And the mom, your mom, what she do? 
Oh, she left when I was little. Oh, okay. Man, if he doesn't use that for fucking fuel and, and, uh, to fuck with oh. him, you know? And he's like yelling at him one point to like do better. And he's like, no wonder your fucking mama left you, you fucking little pansy motherfucker. <laughs> You're like, God damn, this motherfucker is hardcore, right? He, he has this method of teaching thinking like, if, if I don't get the best out of you, you know, then we'll never, we can never, like that's his method, right? He, there's this one, this one recurring story he talks about where this one drummer, a bandmate threw a fucking symbol at his head and he's like, if he didn't, um, he imagined if you would have said to him, you know, good job. You think he would have came back and practiced his ass off and come back and be the, you know, the next such and such name, the big, big uh, drummer name, right? So that's how, he, um, that's how his messes are. And, uh, dude, the, the relation between them two and, uh, and, uh, Mostel does his own drumming. I mean, he's, he's fucking badass. Like, oh, wow. He's yeah. Like, there's like scenes it. where, like, his hands are all bleeding. He's putting band-aids on and he's fucking drumming like crazy. Um, and he and he like puts his hand in, in uh, ice and and so literally blood, sweat, and tears into this role. You know, as cliche as that sounds, he really oh. does. He really uh, puts everything into it. And there's some scenes where he's just going off and playing as hard as he can, and he's pushing him. And he's like, "You next!" And he, and he cycles between two drummers, you know, because he's the drummer that was already, was already there. He's he, you kind of sit there next to him and turn the pages for the the main dude that was already there. And he always wants to compete, so he tells him, you know, I, I'm bringing this drummer just to see how he can do, because he always wants to see who can do better. It feels like that'll, you know, that'll fuel him. And uh man, if it, this movie isn't fucking great, dude, I, I would have said, I, I could, I would, I could see this easily going to my top ten. Uh, and since we've already done, it's too late now. But uh I, I, I could have easily seen some, some, some movies being shifted around and having this mm-hmm. in there, because this movie is pretty fucking fantastic. I thoroughly enjoy it. I thoroughly recommend it. It's a very high buy for dollar. I could see buy that for a dollar. Um, a lot of uh, repeat viewing, so it, I, it there's in Slater mode, man. I'm telling you, it's mm. it's right then. And the, if I watch it a couple more times, I can I can maybe uh, throw it in there. But the performances are great. Uh, J.K. Simmons actually won a Golden Globe just yesterday for his performance mm. in the movie. And what's funny, he's um he's uh he's a voice actor in, in the Legend of Korra, that cartoon I I love. He plays a uh, Tenzin, who's like a um, an airbender that was uh, training Cora, and he's so nice in that, you know, to see him in this. I'm like, no, I forbid you to be this mean, Tenzin. I'm like, no, Tenzin, no. Okay, I constantly kept screaming at the other movie. But fuck, was he scary, man? I could just see Harley laughing every time he says something bad or cursing at I'll somebody. Have to check that out like, for sure. Yeah. Fuck, dude, if he's not like, you know, you know, if um, the instruct the drill instructor in Full Metal Jacket was a yeah. was a professor at a music school. There you go. Oh, that's J.K. Simmons. There you go. Nice. Yeah. So that's the yeah, like, So um, I like drumming videos in general. So it sounds like a drumming video on steroids. Oh, you do? Yeah, if you do. I mean, there's and there's tons of it too. I mean, like I said, it's a prestige music school, and uh, they play jazz and they're playing the same kind of music over and over again. But uh. But fuck, man! If the last scene is not fucking awesome, and um, and like I said, them two. Uh, I mean, and he's super cocky about it too. He's like, no, that's like that's my part. I earned it. Don't we've given it, given it away? And the 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 just um, yeah, just watch it. You guys just watch it. Love to hear I'll you guys check it out. on it for sure. Yeah, yeah, I never even heard of it. That's so weird. I'm surprised. I'm surprised. Like when you're you guys were looking at like you're looking at your top ten, and what made it? You know. Yeah. Of the year, this was on a lot of people's um, 
on this for sure. All right, so the homework this week. I had the homework this week. And uh, if my internet wasn't fucking up, I can look it up real quick. But uh wants to be an asshole. So uh, I chose the drop, though, with uh, our boy Tom Hardy. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, the late, the late uh, James Gandolfini. Yeah. I was waiting for Hardy to say something, but... Uh, Dude, my okay. Can you somebody oh, do this? Sorry. Stop this he's, for me I, he's dead. Oh yeah, I'll yeah, get you with it. Right, uh, Bob <laughs> Saganowski finds himself at the center of a robbery gone awry, and in it well, and it's, this isn't spelled right. Intertwined in an investigation that digs deep into the neighborhood's past, where friends, families, foes all work together to make a living, no matter the cost. So it's really a vague. Um, I would almost say inaccurate uh, plot synopsis because the 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 movie is very personal. Could you say it's um, it revolves around Tom Hardy's character and a sort of air of um, yeah. The, the synopsis makes it sounds like it's a cop, you know, drama. Yeah, yeah, and it's You're not. It's a character piece, but it's not. Uh, yeah. yeah, and that is weird. So. It's um it it the story revolves around Tom Hardy and sort of his uh, dealings with people, um and he's a very unique character. But at the very beginning they they mention they uh, they narrate how um the bar that he works at is yeah, is, a, yeah. is you know the name of it's called the Trop and you know yeah if you've seen enough mob movies you know there's this, exactly you have exactly. a newspaper you have a little you have an envelope in the middle of it and yeah, you yeah. and it's somebody and you, and you dump it and the guys come in and take it and pick it up and cops know they don't know any, any difference right and it, you get if you you get the feeling that uh, Gandolfini you know he was in Sopranos you feel like he was an ex mobster right yeah or he had a he had, he had a name for himself at the past perfectly so. casted perfectly absolutely casted. yeah he, he used to be the owner of the bar and then when the mob sort of got involved and something happened yeah he, he kind of, they could pay some debts so he's like yeah, All right, yeah, it's our yeah. bar now you keep so the name have, but it's actually our bar yeah so the yeah. mob owns the bar and the mob runs shit and James yeah. Gandolfini. He's, uh, you know, he don't like it. And Tom mm-hmm. Hardy is sort of his bar manager, and there's something off Life about it. <laughs> he, he comes off as being just socially inept. Yes, yeah. But he's, he, I get a he, drive vibe from him. Yes, he, exactly. You know, he's got yeah. a, you know he's got a history. There's oh, something I didn't going on even there. Think of that. Yeah. I oh, I felt. Right yeah, now. I I felt the the drive vibe. I was really. Just for, yeah, I was just waiting for him throughout the whole film to just lose his mind. Yeah. And just yeah, bash sure. his brains in because he had, I had this, that like, feeling. Yeah. Well, I mean, I had that, but I didn't even compare this. That's funny. Yeah. This the, without spoiling it, the scene that did it for me was the arm scene when he was so cool, calm, and collective. Yes. yes. I was. I was. I looked over at Chris. And I said. This motherfucker, he's got, <laughs> t- he's got something else going on in that You're brain. Like, this, this, this ain't his first rodeo. No, exactly. And so when, I thought that was really and subtle. He's kind of it, like, man, you know what you're doing there, do you? you you've done this before? Yeah, exactly. If I, if I grab the wrench out of nowhere, you're like, god damn, we got wax paper, you got some ram ram. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey Dexter, what's going on there, partner? And then, and then That's James some... Gandolfini's warning the, uh, the idiot, the bearded man, I can't think of his name now. The, uh, he was like, "Hey, don't fuck around. 
He, you know, he don't, you know, Tom Hardy don't, Bob don't fuck around. You know hey, what I mean? Yeah, he's like, uh, yeah. He's like, so yeah, he he's. Knew, <laughs> he knew something too. And so, you know, it, the whole film sort of. Like, don't uh, fuck his Bane right there. Don't fuck with him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That one scene. The game the and you're like, what the, the hell? End, <laughs> at the end of the Super Bowl. And, uh, it works. Uh, you know, it's it's a slow film. It's not there's not a lot of action. It's it's again it's a character piece, mm-hmm. um, and it sort of again centers on Tom Hardy and you know they work oh, Naomi Rapace's character in there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just to, I think maybe you know it's it's almost an unneeded role, but it's the tie-in to the to the dipshit character. Um, yeah, Eric Deeds. Yeah, and then. Yeah. Um, John Ortiz plays a detective. Yeah. And, you know. I really love John Ortiz. Yeah, he's not. Yeah, yeah, he's good at it. But he's not much of a threat. You know, he's not on the screen a lot. Mm -hmm. It's really just Tom Hardy. And Tom Hardy kills it. Like, his performance Mm -hmm. is amazing. Like, Mm -hmm. the range that he has shown as an actor. Mm -hmm. Like, like watch this and then watch Locke. Yeah, I thought he was going to play like a badass in this, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And everything, and just like, like, this is the mother, this is Bronson right here, yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. That's a better, a better example. He's fucking Bronson. You know what I mean? Batman's back. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And in this, he's like a fucking puppy dog. No pun intended. No, he can't even take care of a puppy. (laughs) He doesn't know what to do. Well, yeah. Well, and like I said, I mean, he kind of comes off. Cutest goddamn dog too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. Kind they of get comes a, off hip, him and John Wick's dog. They got a rival, cutest dog. <laughs> so um, he's certainly, you know, it's got some social inept things going on. Um, you know, they like talk about no, a Harley. No big deal. Oh, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I just compared you to Tom Hardy. I guess well, no, you're comparing me to Bob. <laughs> oh. Yeah. You so, like Bob? <laughs> Yeah, I liked it. It's not for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, why and why you say that? What what makes it uh? What makes it well, not for everybody? That it's if, not if, like your typical. Um, your, there's it, not a lot of action set pieces. Yeah, a lot of people are thinking, oh, this is going to be the you know like a Martin Scorsese film kind of thing. Yeah, especially you, if the posters like the guns holding up the. Yeah, bridge. exactly. <laughs> and I don't think I ever saw that gun in the movie. You know what I mean? Especially so. that big of a gun that's holding up the bridge. Yeah, that's good weird. point. Good point. So I was going to shoot up um, the whole. <laughs> But I liked it. I thought there's it was some, There's good. some guns in the movie, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, certainly. You know, and you even, yeah. you know, experience one going off. Yeah, but to see, to see, and to see, uh, uh, James Gandolfini in his last, one of his last roles, you know? Yeah. Show how good he was. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I like everyone in it. I like Numero Pace. Um, it's funny because they're, they're everyone's, everyone besides Gandolfini is not from the East Coast, you know, I had it's New York British. accents and, and yeah. British, yeah, and, uh, and you could tell in some parts. But it, oh, does, it doesn't purpose. hurt it, you know. Right. Um, yeah, but it works. Like I said, we've we we we're here in the Bio Boys podcast. We're all huge fans of Tom Hardy, right? That's easy. That's uh, absolutely. And when he starts career. making when he starts making little indie films like this, I, I really go, this guy's fucking stud because he could just be cashing out on big, you know, right. summer. And, you know, and, he had, like, and he had that. He did that with yeah. uh, he did that rom com with uh, Chris Pine and Reese Witherspoon. Oh, that's right, that's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, just getting a paycheck, no big deal. But then, yeah, you see him in Locke and, uh, and one of Tony's top ten. Yep. Yeah. So 2014. 
Um, and then he's playing Mad Max. Are you fucking kidding me? Come on. Um, like I said, that's already going to be my number one in 2015 already. Um, oh, it's, in a, it's, a, it's a lock? No pun intended? I said that. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 if, I, if you have that sample of Woody laughing, Tony, where he's like, aha, aha. You know what I'm talking about? I know exactly what you're talking about. Okay. I think it's part one, but that would have been a perfect one right there. It's Harley's fucking joke. That was good, though. Um, yeah. yeah, I said that last week, I think. I was referring to... Ah, you might have. You might Yeah. Um, yeah, no, this one, um, I love, like, um, like uh, little mob movies. And even though it's not that much of a mob movie, but you got the you got the crazy Ukrainian, you know, gangster coming in. And that shit was intense every time he came in. You're like, yo, man, yeah. what the fuck? Calm why is it all fucking serious right now? It's like, uh-huh. it's, and then I love how like um, Bob was like, "Yeah, remember you you said the last drink smelled like feet, so you didn't like it." And I'm like, "This fucking guy yeah. he remembers everything, and it, and it pays off for him." Where you know, every, like nobody fucks with him, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then there's a goddamn good reason nobody should fuck with him because fucking Bob, fucking Bob. So I'm gonna say. <laughs> yeah. MCP well, would uh, think of you, the drop. You said the word intensity. Drop. I think that that sums up the movie. Um, like the entire movie, I just had this, this suspense brewing from how intense blow up. <laughs> the, the characters were. Yeah. I mean, from, from Bob, because I, I know there's, I see that drive thing, you know, I, I feel it. It's like, it's going to happen. Um, and then there's the whole, um, where the, someone's face is going to get smashed character. in elevators, is that what you're saying? Huh? Yeah. yeah I was <laughs> waiting for the elevator scene. I was like, oh, it's going to happen. <laughs> Um, just don't get the, yeah, don't get the guy in the elevator. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't go inside the elevator, Bob. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I mean, from from him to the Eric Deeds character, who's I mean, yeah. every time he's on screen, yes. I'm like, fuck this motherfucker, man. Like, you, you know, he when, like how when, many uh, times do you think this guy's gonna die every time? He says <laughs> stuff, <right>? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, you're like the, you're really the, pushing the Russian guys, point. you know the the. The Chovka. Well, and, he's a yeah. The, so he's all a of them, weird like the character movie. too. Well, yeah, and even uh, James Gandolfini, like he's got his like past. You could say you could tell there's something mm-hmm. going on with him. Yeah, you but know? he's probably the most sort of typical, you know, yeah, mob you, guy. You get kind the of thing. yeah, you get the um the payoffs with him are right away. Like you know, there's something up with him, and then he reveals it within the next scene. Everyone right, else yeah, has yeah. longer right, right, right. arcs. They they mm-hmm. take a lot longer for you to see what's going on behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, so that it was really cool. I mean, the, yeah, it, it was. Even though it was, it seemed like such a slow burn. Like there's not a lot of action in it. Um, BBPC it was lingo, by the way. Hashtag thanks to our boy Mark Higley. What's that? Mm. Did you see that post on Facebook, Tony? What? What Mark said Which when he's like he was watching a movie with his was with, 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 with his uh, with his lady friend. Thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, threw all the, all the terminology. Did you see mm-hmm. that? Yeah. yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The show was awesome. You know, he's like, oh, maybe it's a slow burn. You know, you can't be programming during this. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> fuck yeah. it. Give my man Mark Hagler a round of applause. <laughs> I told you, he's a certified Slater. He's a, if we had a Hall of Fame, sir, Mark Higley, he'd be right on there, sir. Yeah. Absolutely. Just, fact, just the fact he's dropping like BBC Absolutely. PC lingo like that, it's fucking phenomenal. You should have a t-shirt for you PC lingo. Hashtag. Let's keep it going, fellas. Come on. Sorry to be, I had to just give a shout out to a boy. That was awesome. Uh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, for me, I, I enjoyed the hell out of it. And, like I said, mainly it's because because of that um, intensity roller coaster that it plays with all yeah. the characters, with its entire cast. Especially it's a trip because yeah, especially that scene in the Super Bowl when it's just him and, and Deeds, and he's oh, telling yeah. that story. And yeah. He's telling that story. You're like, oh 
shit, this shit's unraveling right here. Is this yeah. shit we've been waiting for? I'm like, oh, this shit yeah. was awesome. Oh, that shit was, wasn't that just so good? Yeah. Wasn't that scene and then, just yeah, great? And then, and, then how, and then how his performance is at the end of the scene, you're like, that makes sense. Yep. I mean, this character is, you know, dot, dot, dot. And, you know, but, and it was funny because I was like, at the beginning of the film, I'm like, is this guy a retard? And then the uh, Chechenian, Chech, Chechen scene, where Gandolfini calls them Chechenians, and he's like, they're Chechen. They live in Chechnya. They're not Irelandians. <laughs> I was like, it was fucking hilarious. And it was, I laughed out loud because I was like, oh, this guy's not a retard. He's like just sort of socially fun. inept. So, um, it's, it's he's interesting. Like he, yeah, he knows some, like he maybe he's an idiot savant, like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, and you, you get the feeling he's got a lot of history. Maybe he's like a veteran or something. You never know. They don't yeah, talk I thought they were going to show that maybe he got an accident or anything, but no, that's just his character. And, and I and I'm not. I don't have a problem with that. Keep it keep it simple. We don't need a yeah. big backstory as to who he is. We get enough. You know, it's it's about his performance. You know what yeah, I mean? And, he, and you think if he was a badass, then he would have had more action than huh? You kind of would have just. Uh, but it, that that wouldn't have been this movie because I think it's based off a novel, right? Yeah, a, story, a short story called Animal Rescue. A short Rescue. story, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Um, it's got that little 25th hour vibe where at the beginning he rescues a dog. Um, mm-hmm. It's it, the, the thing that really seals the deal for this one is, is a really good film is you know what happens. I mean, obviously not when you're watching it the first time. But if you were to watch this a second time, you'd be like, yeah, yeah, I know what happens. I've, I've, I, I even know some of these lines. But you would still sit there and watch it and be entertained because you would just see the little nuances in Tom Hardy's performance. And, you know, I mean, for me, it's a high buy that for a dollar of a film with a slater of a performance. You know what I mean? From from one actor. So um, his performance is really what is really what. other, well, otherwise, it's a very simple story, you know, with with uh, not a lot of depth. Um, but the performances of the characters, you know, you're like, man, I want to. I wish I knew more about these characters. So, um, yeah, it's kick ass, kick ass uh, recommendation. You say dollar? Yeah, high buy that for a dollar. Sure. I buy that for a dollar. Yeah, same here. I have it in a Manila folder, and I'm passing it to uh, <laughs> Bob, and I'm having to drop it off. <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar. Yeah, I'm washing the blood off my dollar. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all in there. Yeah, it, look. It's, all in there. <laughs> it's in a Ziploc bag. I had to wash it. I didn't get a chance to dry yeah. it because, well, we don't have a dryer, but it's in there. Yeah, don't worry about it. There it is. You know. I'd buy that for a dollar. I don't know. Cool. So uh, who had the extra credit there? Uh, I chose the extra credit. I went uh, classic route, 1985's Back to the Future. Um, I didn't honestly. I didn't even dawn on me that the year oh, that Back to the Future is referencing. Go ahead and say it. Is this year? Yes. <laughs> I did. I, I had no idea, and then it happened in the movie. I'm like, oh shit! <laughs> what a perfect time. They're going to the future, and it's 2015. It's 2015 I couldn't get over. Man. I can't stop thinking about it the whole time watching the movie. Right. You know, I'm explaining it to to crew, and I'm like, dude, they're going in the future, and I'm like, I can't even say that. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> it's going to the future. He's going right now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so well, weird. 
And in August 29, 29, 2029, when it's Judgment Day, all the jokes are going to happen. Look, here's Judgment. Good point, good point. The interesting thing I thought about watching this film, and I had mentioned it last week about sitting down with the girls. And I didn't, I didn't think that, um, Mazzy or Anna would enjoy this film. And Anna didn't come. She stayed back at her mom's house to sleep over with some friends. But Mazzy was here. And, and I kind of hyped it up. I was like, Hey, Mazzy, you want to watch this movie? And she was like, Well, what is it? And I was, it's pretty kind of late. We started it like at nine or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, she, and I was like, She'll probably just fall asleep. And if you wouldn't fucking believe it, that kid, Watched the entire movie and ate it up. Enjoyed the shit out of it. Now here's the thing. She didn't know a goddamn thing that was going on. (laughs) And it reminded me of when I was a kid and saw it for the very first time. Mm -hmm. I remember being confused as all hell. Because time traveling would come on. (laughs) Well, and if you read the fucking plot synopsis, there's a lot of shit going on. You know well, what do I you mean? Do, do I mean, you do the, now do you do, this is funny you say that cause, uh, crew ate it up too. He, he, we just awesome. finished it right now. He watched it too. Um, and did you, do you ever like stop and explain things to her? Like, cause that's a uh, mean name kind of worth of throughout the movie. I, you know, know I, and I'm did not sure it. if he I, gets all of it, but you know, we were just telling him, you know. Yeah. I was like, well, they went back into time, Massey. And she's like, back into time. And I'm like, yeah. And now they're going to go back into the future to the, to their normal time. And she's like, huh? You know? And yeah. so I didn't want to like pause the movie and try to write it down for her like they do in the second one, which is fucking brilliant, by the way. Um, well, yeah, I did, yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't pause. It. I would just kind of tell him, you know. And he was like, "Yeah, but it, it, I, she was just having so much fun with it. I didn't want to interrupt it." And then a couple times I said, "So do you see what you see? What's going on, Mazzy?" And she's like, "Sure," yeah. <laughs> even though she didn't uh, understand right. what was going on, you know. Mm-hmm. And I just remember looking back, I just remember watching it as a kid. And the really interesting thing about this movie, and I think is what holds up so fucking well, is it is really, uh, a very, it's not a simple, you know, coming, especially coming from like the drop, something like that, where the, the plot is very simple. This one is pages and pages the plot because it's like, we're going back into time. But something got fucked up, so like the future's getting altered, but we the only way we can show it is by pictures, you know, and then at the end his hand starts disappearing, you're like, Whoa, okay, that's weird. And Mazzy's like, Whoa, his arm's disappearing, you know what I mean? I was like, mm-hmm. That's because his parents haven't kissed yet, you know? And it's like and then you got the doc and how are we gonna get back into the future and you got fucking Biff and he's a fucking douchebag, yeah, he's gonna yeah, fuck well, it all up and uh-huh. there's so much going on. This movie's so much fun to watch because even though you've seen it a million times, it flies by, I thought. And yeah. so I every time this movie comes up and I start watching it, I before I watch it, I'm like, yeah, this movie's 20 is 30 years old. You know, the special effects doesn't hold up that well and in truth it holds up fine. And but it's I never am excited to watch this movie. It's the least – I'm always the least excited to see this one. That's why I picked the third one some some months ago when, when hey, I picked the I'm third one. That. I'm, I'm like that with the third one. <laughs> yeah, and that's not uncommon. And and I for me, the second one always had the most replayability because it was the future and it was all like futuristic and shit. And, and I'm always like, ah, I don't want to see the first one again. I've seen it so many times. But you know what? 
It's fucking amazing. I mean, the movie holds up so well. The the pacing is really, really quick. It just buzzes along, even though it's basically almost two hours long. Um, you know, all the performances are really good. It's a lot of fun. Um, you know, and it and 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 the fact that it could be so you know, sort of complicated in some sense, but a fucking five or a six year old can just love it just shows how amazing this film is, I think. So. Yeah, I told him, hey, the plot's a little heavy. And then he's like, looks at me and goes, why? There's that word again. Is there something wrong with yeah. the gravitational? <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Where'd, you come? Where'd that come from? I was like, god damn. And he's like, hey, where are they going to get more uh, plutonium for the, for the, for the flux capacitor? I'm like, awesome. what the fuck is this kid? I'm like, hey, what are you talking about? You know, he, my favorite, like, yeah, I'm, I'm with you 100%, Harley, with everything you said, um, which is rare. I can't believe I'm agreeing with you. Um, but, um, but there's scenes where, um, of excitement, of like adventure that's really awesome where, uh, he breaks that little kid scooter and makes a skateboard and he's being chased. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, it was funny. There's scenes where, like, um, even before that where, uh, Amy goes, you know, b- back then there was no cell phones. Crew like we had to call someone's house. Like remember when she's like, "I'll be at my grandma's house. You can reach me there." Yeah. And yeah. then he was like, "Crew, you had to call someone from the house. We didn't have cell phones." And he's like, "What?" You know, it's kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and once there's a sometimes, and what's really crazy, there's a DeLorean like five six houses down. Oh, that's, really? That's that's parked on the curb. Yeah, I'll send. I'll try to get a picture next time. Um, oh, shit. I, haven't, I haven't seen it in a while, but Amy goes, uh, hey, look, crew, look at that car. It's a DeLorean. He's like, what's a DeLorean? So while we're watching, I'm all, hey, crew, remember that one time we were driving, there's a car and there's a DeLorean? He's like, yeah. Well, it's in this movie. You'll see. And sure enough, the car pulls in, like, that's a DeLorean. He's like, whoa. He's like, what's wrong with the back of it? You know, cause he's like, it looks broken, you know, cause it's got all this stuff yeah. in the back. That's so that's pretty funny. Um, but, uh, but the whole time when uh, when Doc got shot, he goes, "Daddy, did he die? Did he die?" I'm like, oh, well, you'll see. Just you gotta watch. You know, you gotta watch. Um, come on, that's you know, that's his buddy. You know, that's his friend. Um, so he's. I'm like, wow, he's into it already. Um, and then when the, when uh when uh, Biff is chasing him, you know, with Billy Zane and the boys, you know, they're chasing him, and it's got that cool adventure, and the whole the whole horse crap falling on him. He oh, was having man, a fucking blast a with that. And then, um, and then the, and the scene that really sold it to me where I was just having so much fun that he was into it was, uh, was the end when he's trying to, uh, plug the power cord together, you know, and he's, and his, his, his foot slipping and he falls and crew, crew like lets out a big, like gasp, like, <gasps> you know, like, oh my yeah. God, he fell. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And then uh, me and Amy kind of hype it up too, you know, we're like, oh my God, what's going to happen? And he's totally into it. And Amy's like, my heart's pounding. He's like, mine's too, mama. And I'm like, my hands are sweaty. He goes, my hands are sweaty too. And he's just totally into it. I put my hand on his chest. Fucking sure it's not. If his fucking heart wasn't pounding, dude, like, like totally into it. I'm like, this is amazing. Like watching it with somebody for the first time. Um, I can only imagine like when he's older and really gets it. Uh, because I mean, just seeing that you can get it. You know, I don't care how old you are, you know, just that adventure of like him knowing what to do. Like, I'm like, oh my God, is he going to make it? Um, just reliving that for the first time, I'm like, this is a fucking Slater. This movie's amazing, yeah. you know. Oh, and I'm like, and I'm like, dude, when we when you get a little bit older, we'll go to Universal Studios. We'll dr- we'll go to that clock tower in the tour, you know. I mean, that's how amazing yeah. it is. Like that, uh, I've seen it a hunt, like you know, this movie a bunch of times that they where they filmed it. I, I I love that kind of stuff. So when I go to Universal Studios and I see the clock tower, I'm like, yep, saw that movie. And I'm here. I am driving past it where he was being chased, you know, and uh, and it makes an appearance in all two and all three movies. Um, this, this, 
it was just a lot of fun watching it with him. And um, I'm, I can only imagine seeing him the second one and showing him the hoverboard for the first time. Like he, yeah. I mean, do you guys remember seeing the hoverboard for the first time? The Nikes yeah. for the first time? Oh, yeah. The jacket yeah. for the first time? I and can't I was wait always to show Mazzy you know, the, the second one for sure. Yeah. I mean, and, and that one gets a little more complicated towards the end. But just showing him the, yeah. the cool stuff from the future would be cool. And just watching – I noticed little things where in the in the first one you got – um like in the when he's back in the fifties, you got all those um, guys coming up in the Texaco, and they all go go to work on the car when it shows up. But in the future, in the second one, you got that robot machine coming up to that future car and just pumping it by itself. Remember? So it's kind of cool these little tidbits where they continue from the other ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and just yeah, Michael J. Fox, uh, he's just fucking fantastic. I cannot love him as a. Uh, when he's talking to Crispin Glover and he says he's Darth Vader, you know, that's the only way he can convince oh, his dad. Oh, that was so, fucking classic. He's played some Van Halen on him. Oh, man. And how um, Leah Thompson keeps calling him Calvin Klein. <laughs> Calvin Klein. Yeah. It, it was funny when uh, she really said he had purple remember. underwear in that scene when he's getting up. He said, you got to put your pants on. Crew goes, he does have purple underwear. <laughs> <laughs> they show him that one scene. I thought oh, the same yeah. thing, man. Oh, uh, yeah? Oh, I thought that was great. Um, I was like, that's uh, not exactly purple. It's like a fuchsia. <laughs> but it's uh, in the but yeah, it fucking it holds up, and I I just adore this movie. I fucking love it. Did you call? It, did you say Slater? I did, absolutely. That was a fucking oh. movie. No yeah, question, dude, dude. This is up there. Absolutely. That was a fucking movie. Wait, was that it? Harley giving it a Slater? Oh, of course. That was a fucking movie. It's certified. Where did you come up, MCP. Certified, certified baby. It's certified. Yeah, no, Damn. I remember because I remember enjoying this movie as a kid. I mean, I I always I always liked it. It was the future, you know. It's like it's a futuristic movie. It's fucking Doc, you know. I was like, that's yeah, what so. I imagined myself. I remember at some point when I was a kid, someone asked me what I wanted to be, and I said, "Mad scientist." So nice. I looked up to Doc, you know. That, that was like yeah. that was like my hero. And the fact that nothing ever worked, <laughs> none <laughs> of his inventions worked. It's like, dude, this <laughs> it's my future. Yeah. Um, you know what's funny? Sorry to interrupt real quick, but um, yeah. the part that made crew laugh a lot and made me rewind it, which was funny, was that part in the very beginning where um. Michael J. Fox turns up the volume on everything. Yes. He plays guitar in front of that big-ass speaker. And yeah. he flies back. Dude, he let out this big-ass laugh. He cracked <laughs> up. He goes, Daddy, can you rewind Can you just rewind it? I'm like, what the hell? You want me to rewind it? I'm like, absolutely. Fucking Lulee, of course. Awesome. If you want to, I'll do it. Absolutely. He just made him laugh. I thought that was so funny. Mm-hmm. Right far then and there, he was like sold, I guess, you know? <laughs> I, uh, I turned the volume up real loud on that part. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we have a sub in the, 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 uh, in the back room. It's a big twelve too, and uh, and the the potentiometer on the back's all is broken. So I went in and hot wired it, so it's on a hundred percent volume. It's like as loud as it can be. I have to turn it down for the amp. But anyway, so I turn everything up, and when he starts hitting the switches, you just start hearing the the like reverb from the uh-huh. the amps. You know, boom, boom, <laughs> yeah, I love it. Boom. And all of a sudden, like the whole room starts shaking. And Mazzy looks over me like, "Whoa, what's going on?" I'm like. Just watch. <laughs> and he shows the pick, and I kind of look in the, the corner of my eyes, and Mazzy's like, what the fuck's going to go on? And then uh-huh. he hits it, and sh- she jumps back like he jumped back. So I was, that's great. That's probably what sold the film for, was that one scene. That's you know? what I'm saying. I'm telling you. The kids yeah. love that scene. Yeah. <laughs> she goes fucking flying, and then the bookcase falls on top of him, you know? Yeah, The only yeah, thing exactly. that would have made it even better is if Baymax would have showed up. On a scale of 1 to 10, <laughs> how bad did that hurt? You know how? Yeah. Awesome. So the, the the interesting thing was another funny thing is the ending. Well, real um, quick before you get to that, hold on. Before you get oh, to yeah, that, oh yeah, go ahead. MCP was still talking. Sorry. Oh, um, I'm sorry, Tony. We blabbed. Yeah, we were blabbing. No, no. I mean, I loved it as a kid. 
I remember mm-hmm. I have very fond memories of it. So this wasn't one of those I want to revisit to see if I still like it um, or to see like revisit it because I don't remember. It right. was it was a revisit to see if I still like it. That's what I meant. Um, and I and I loved it. I mean, I still I, I was still laughing. I was still engaged. Uh, you know, with the story. You know, you guys have covered all the topics. You know, the, the plot. Well, it's, it's your, it was your density for sure. It was your density. My density. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I enjoyed it. Lane enjoyed it. Um. So I think you know, just watching her, um, watch it for the first time. That was her first time. The, that was her first time. So, oh. um, yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's it's I, I it, it's a uh, replayability too. Well, okay, so it's sure. funny how me and uh, sorry, me and uh, MCP saw it with. Uh, I mean, me and Harley saw it with our kids. You know, our six right. year and five year old. I saw it with my kids. So, you're right, <laughs> and and so the, the totally different perspective. But like how we had to kind of like I, I was explaining stuff. And I was like, how was your like your guys is uh, well, I don't have to explain anything, but um, it took. Because she didn't grow up in the 80s, mm-hmm. so she had to be sold that that was present time. So it took like half of the movie for her to get into it completely. Mm. You know what I mean? Because mm. she had the the present time being the 80s, and then going back in time to, what, 70s, it's just like that, that whole, those eras, they weren't, they aren't familiar to her. So for her, it was more about being sold on, on those worlds. Um, was the distraction, but in terms of the plot line and the characters, I mean, she was all in. So I think that's what it, I mean, that just lends the credit to the movie. You know that Absolutely. she was able to um, yeah, the, it's, the characters you know, and the I, plot themselves can carry it through. Yeah, when when me and Fonzo saw this for the first time, and I mean, I can only speak for myself, but you know, I wasn't much older than than you know late late 80s early 90s where america looked like it did in back to the future you know mm-hmm. what i mean it didn't look any different and so it was easy um to sort of see that and that's why like when we watched the second one yeah. and you know the the late 80s early 90s you're like wow is this what the future's gonna look like you know what i right. mean yeah so, he's um, messing with you nobody has two tvs yeah, <laughs> Yeah, oh, I've seen this. This is a rerun. What do you mean? This is brand new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it when he's <laughs> like, yeah, get like comfortable that. behind yeah. those bars. <laughs> yeah, he's like, so you're Monco Joey, huh? I'm gonna get used to these bars. I love that line. I also love the line where um, yeah. it's like, um, I guess you guys maybe aren't uh, ready for that, huh? But your kids are gonna love but it. And I, <laughs> I, I quoted that for Mazzy, and she thought that was funny. Yeah, oh, you did? Yeah. Yeah. Or uh, where well, we're going, we don't need roads. We don't need you know? roads. Yeah. And, I guess and we should be so dressing that, like that in 2015. That, yeah, that that brings us to the second one, and obviously we'll we'll get a chance and we'll review it one of these days. Um, but like on Wikipedia, it says uh, director Robert Zemeckis said that initially a sequel was not planned for Back to the Future, but its huge box office success led to the conception of its second installment. He later agreed to do a sequel, but only if Michael J. Fox and Christopher Lloyd returned as well. With Fox and Lloyd confirmed. Zemeckis met with screenwriter partner Bob Gale to create a story for the sequel. Zemeckis and Gale would later regret that they ended the first film with Marty's girlfriend, Jennifer, with Marty and Doc Brown in the car because it would require them to come up with a story that fit her in it Mm -hmm. rather than a whole Mm -hmm. new adventure. And I thought that was funny. Um, Interesting, yeah. Because they end up the first one, might as well say, to be continued. 
Right. And I it thought it has, did for some reason, but it doesn't. No, the end of the second one. The second does. one does, yeah. And it and the really second one, is like, a fucking The second one, like, well, we know we got a, we got a cash cow, so we're definitely putting to be continuing. Yeah, I mean, I think – I, I haven't read back. this whole thing, but they had to have had the Did they explain one. why they cast a different chick in the second one? Yeah, because they couldn't get What's-Her-Name to, to redo it. So oh. um, the film was shot back-to-back with the sequel Back to the Future 3. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Oh, okay, so, cool. So, yeah, it was definitely um, – uh, there and like you know, like we pointed out, at the end of the second one, it says to be continued. And I remember that was a big problem for a lot of people because it was before the whole you know sequels like like we see nowadays. Oh, that's not true. I did see it. I did see a homework or I saw an extra. So I'll talk about that later. Um, <laughs> but uh, it just reminded me of like sequel films and and et cetera, et cetera. So um, you know what I was thinking when I was watching? I was just like. I was like, I need to call out uh, or, or make a public announcement like uh, Zemeckis, Spielberg um, of the world. We need more movies like this. Like someone out there needs to come out and just make something like this where the whole family can watch. And, uh, well, or, you know, I mean, another, look make at, another classic or something. I don't know. Well, like, look, I, just, I think like Amblin Entertainment, right? It's like my child. Like I grew up like I'm mean, like I could watch it with my son and he dug it. But it's like I wish somebody else, somebody's out there making movies like that for these generations, you know? Well, and you could argue J.J. Abrams tried to do that with um, the monster movie. I can't think Super of the name 8. of it now. Yeah, Super 8, something like that. You know, we get them. It's just we're inundated with Transformer movies and fucking But there's Marvel nobody movies. making movies for the family. Like, you know what well, I mean? There's, I would there's argue like that for, the, there's um, for teens and there's for adults. The, the uh, like, uh, Big Hero 6, the Pixar, the, you know, the, the animated I would say the Pirates movies. of the Caribbean films are pro- are try to be for the whole That's family. It. There's, but, there's but, but only nailed it though. Pixar is the ones that are leading the front. I think. Uh, right. Absolutely, like, absolutely. Yeah. Um. But that's just, but that's animated. I mean, that Disney's been doing that forever, yeah. though, right? Like you said, that's the bread and butter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, that's funny. I did watch Big Hero Six again, and that still holds up. <laughs> awesome. Nice. I haven't seen it once. I gotta fucking yeah. see that. And watch that again, man. I'm telling you. It's fucking. Uh, he's like, I cannot run fast. Just feels cracking up all over again when he, when he was showing up. You know, I know karate. <laughs> Excuse me while I deflate. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, uh, remember that part? He's low battery, and he's like, uh, he's like, uh, wee. He just keeps walking around saying that, and then he's like, when he falls, he goes, healthcare. <laughs> he just randomly says it. it. Just makes me laugh for some reason. He just sits down. He goes, healthcare. <laughs> it's like what? It's like so funny. It just goes out of nowhere. Uh, uh, yeah, so cool. So Back to the Future joins the prestige certified Slater category in the Bad Boys podcast. That That's with right. the Jurassic Park. Yeah. And um, what else? Do you guys remember what's else on there? Oh, I'm sure. There's, there's a half a dozen. Drive. Drive's on there. Yeah. Anything else? Terminator 2's got to be on there, right? I don't know. Tony? I don't know. See, I don't know if Tony gave it a Slater. He had to. I'd fucking assassinate him if he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Batman's on there. I don't mean. No. Uh, yeah, I don't think he gave it a Slater. See, you didn't give Batman a Slater, did you, Tom? No, I don't think so. No. See, you know it's interesting. Uh, the Back to the Future trilogy, secretly, not secretly, but subtly, one of the greatest trilogies of all time. Mm. 
because there's so many, you know, brilliant, you know, use the aliens. Like, the first two films are amazing, and the third one's good, but it ain't great. You know, yeah. I mean, you could say the same for the third Back to the Future, but I really think the third one holds up um, as a Western. Um, you know, and obviously you got the Lord of the Rings, another mm-hmm. Hobbit trilogy. What about Toy um, Story trilogy? Yeah, it's a very a good example. Um, although because it's animated, I think, you know. What, it doesn't count? Of, yeah, in a sense. Um, what? Whoa, whoa. Tony, what, what do you think? He's saying Toy Story as a trilogy doesn't count because it's animated. Toy Story doesn't count as a trilogy. Well, I think the 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 reason people would argue against it is because it's animated, meaning that it's not like you have to worry about actors aging. You know, it's just voice. Yeah, good point. Good point. So you could just you, you just create. You know, and just draw them up. You know, you don't have to yeah. worry about timing out a, a trilogy with the same actors and the same look because. You just yeah. But if we lost draw it that way, lost Woody's voice or Buzz's voice it wouldn't be the same. Yeah, that's yeah. But that's I think the, that's my less... biggest critique with the Back to the Future film as a whole what? is that? he goes back in the time right thirty mm-hmm. years. Doc Brown looks identical, <laughs> and yet he's thirty years younger. Like he's got a couple wrinkles on his neck, and I watched it on Blu-ray. You know, yeah, so when yeah, they yeah. show like. Like close-ups of of yeah. Crispin Glover and anybody, Same you know, Biff, Biff. Yeah. they put like bad like prosthetics on their yeah. neck to give them wrinkles, but they effectively look the same. Thirty years, I mean, that would like if Doc was forty in nineteen fifty-five, that would make him seventy fucking years old. Well, he, he looks older than forty in nineteen fifty-five. He looks. Well, he went back to in 50. time. He went back in time to found the Fountain of Youth. Yeah, exactly. But that part wasn't covered until the, until the second one. So uh, that's my biggest critique is they couldn't do the – they didn't look old enough yeah. um, uh, in the in the 1985 version of uh, of everybody or they didn't look younger. You know what that is? Uh, it's the power of love. That's what that is. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> and uh, what's his name? It's got a little cameo in the film. The, uh, yeah, the, that's right. Yeah, yeah, the musician. What's his name? I can't think of. Yeah, one battle of the bands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm sorry, you're just too loud. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. So, and then, well, yeah, same thing awesome. with the principal, the fucking hall monitor. He's a safe. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking. He even says it too. He even says something yeah. about it, right? What's, what's, what's his favorite line? And my favorite line of him in Top Gun, where he goes, "You'll be flying a cargo plane full of rubber dog shit out of Hong Kong." <laughs> <laughs> oh, awesome. Yeah, so certified Slater. Awesome. So who's he's still bald? Yeah, sorry. He's still bald, yeah. <laughs> he's still fucking bald. Uh-huh. Or he was bald when he was, uh, you know, 30 years old. Yeah, or whatever. George Will. Yeah, what is that? That, that sounds, uh, as mayor, that's got a nice ring to it. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So, what, um, yeah, who's got homework next week? I think I do. All right. And I'm pretty sure I got one. And it's an oldie, 1990. Uh, Christopher Walken, David Caruso, Larry Fishburne, Wesley Snipes, Passenger 57. A former drug lord returns from prison determined to wipe out all his competition and distribute the profits of his operations to the New York poor and lower class in this stylish and ultraviolet modern twist on Robin Hood. This is supposed to be a homework? 
Yeah. Have you seen it? Yeah. King of New York? Oh, I thought you said, I thought you said Passenger 57. So no, Wesley no, Snipes. no. Wesley Snipes. Passenger 57. Hand me a motherfucking handy pipe. Yeah, that's, that's a bad words reference. Come on, come on, Tony. Come on, man. King of, King of New York. New York. I've always seen the cover, yeah, but I never saw it. Yeah, i never seen it. It's got a 7.0. And the interesting thing is IMDb has it as rated X. Oh, right. What? So nice. I don't know what that's all right. about. I'm watching but, that right uh, now. Oh, shit, Abel Ferrer directed it? That motherfucker. He directed uh, Bad Lieutenant. Oh, the remake or the old one? Oh, the, oh, the original. Harvey Keitel. 1990. Yeah, yeah so um, I'm interested. But then he also uh, did The Driller Killer. <laughs> I don't know if it's on. Oh, and Tony's favorite, stuff. Nine Lives of a Wet Pussy. <laughs> hey oh, That is a movie he did. Uh, seven yes, minutes, 70 minutes rated X as well. Oh, and it's adult. I guess it's rated four. It's four point one. A series of related episodes featuring the erotic escapades of a young New York Harris and the people <laughs> associated with her. Now don't get confused. I don't watch that one. Watch the other one. Fuck you! I'm watching that one. <laughs> I'll tell you what to do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm programming with cool, that one. That's a movie, uh, this just sounds cool. Miss Forty Five. There's a movie coming out called There's Miss Forty Five. No, he did. He did back then. And it's also Damn. rated X. Interesting. Yeah. A shy and mute seamstress goes insane after being attacked and raped twice in one day, in which she takes to the streets of New York after dark and randomly, after dark and randomly kills men with a 45 caliber gun. Nice. Oh, that was early, 1981. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. That looks cool. Yeah, I mean, he secretly has quite the, uh, IMDB going on. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, he's direct. Oh, from this movie, uh, Ms. Forty Five. She's got uh-huh. the she's the nun with a gun. Yeah, the nun yeah. with a gun. Badass. Badass. Oh, you look at the oh, you look at the pictures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's consistently cool. made films, so um, somebody's still giving him giving him. It's like, uh, it's like a grindhouse movie for sure. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It'll be worth yeah. It. Well, cool, yeah, the King of New York, then for sure, because we're walking, yeah, like that. It's a all-star cast right there for sure. Cool. Right now, if right. you were saying you were, uh, I'm trying to help him out here real quick. He was saying you were going through a list of classics, right, for um, for extra credit. Yeah. Yeah. You you have any more on that list? Oh no, I mean, I was just on a kick, you know, on a classic kick. Um, the one I mentioned last week was Spawn. Okay. That what do you think about that? That's been on my mind. Because I think I had, um, uh, unless you want to save in your back pocket that, that keeps staying there, that, that loose change you can't reach. You always, it's it's <laughs> like, oh crap, I had that one, I forgot. <laughs> um, no, I don't mind. I just want to watch it. Well, just, yeah, well, just seeing Back to the Future was like, the, maybe, maybe I should get another class, like another, mm-hmm. like Indiana Jones or something, or, uh. Oh, that'd be cool. Um, another classic, but, um, Hardy, did you watch The Fly recently? Or, uh. I swear we did. I watched it a couple of years back. Okay. Just watching Goldblum again, which is like, man. Yeah. More Goldblum, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, we need more Goldblum for sure. Yeah. We talked about it on. Wait, no, we didn't. Let's see. Did I? I'm thinking we kind of. Maybe I reviewed it on the podcast. Or... I know I I've seen it recently. Oh, well, no, recently, go. within like the last five years. 
Um, <laughs> oh yeah, see, Tony's got a great memory. He's like, yeah, I just re- I just saw it five years ago. The Don't fly, the fly. Nope, nope. Priest, first class, the Matrix, freak, heavy metal, Piper, Penguin, and his fantastic flying machines. The fuck? Oh, that was a speed round. No, you know what? Oh, reviewed. I know what I was gonna watch. Hot Fuzz. <laughs> oh, that was the uh, Simon Pegg Nick Frost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never liked those movies. They had that you don't? Discussion. Yeah, I told you I didn't care for those. Wow. That Edgar Wright trilogy. Yeah, the Cornetto trilogy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Hot Fuzz. Hot Fuzz is. Cool. And uh, so you had extra credit real quick, Harley. Before we, yeah. Uh, I saw the Maze Runner. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I just came across a copy of that. So yeah, yeah. How was yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tom. How many do you want to watch that? Uh, I I got a copy of it for uh, basically Anna, you know, mm-hmm. and it's got like a six point nine or something like that. yeah six point nine on IMDb. So I figured yeah, it'd probably be passable. Now it's a and book then, or something. Like Tony sounded like he had read it before or something. No, I almost did. Okay. Yeah, it is based on a book. Um, and it's, you know, kind of like the dystopian future kind of thing. You know, oh, so right up your alley. Yeah, yeah, a kid pops up in an elevator and he's in this uh, sort of uh, – it, it's essentially the film well, – The title says The Maze Runner. So I'm going to take a wild guess that there's a lot of running – through mazes? Yeah, 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 yeah. Basically, basically. So, okay. um, I, you know, I'll, why was I'll, it? I'll, can you explain to me why it's rated X? It's not. It's PG thirteen. Fuck you with you. Incredibly. That's directed it's by Abel Ferrero. It's rated X. What the fuck? Yeah, Please, the, the mazes come to live and kill the kids, right? Sing, yeah. No, this is a big. Uh, it's one of those teen films. Um, it's kind of like a modern telling of uh, the Lord of the Flies. You know what happens when you get. There's a classic. Uh, what's that? What's that? So there's a classic. Yeah, I've never, no shit. I've never seen it. Oh yeah, I saw it a long, long time ago when I was a kid, like you know, twenty years ago. So I don't remember a goddamn thing about it. But um, you know what happens when you get a bunch of teenage boys together? You know, um, and and ironically, I, I don't think the movie's that accurate when it comes to that. Um, the 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 idea is is these boys are being. Uh, Deposited into a uh, into this uh, walled so safe, off like, like in the drop. Yeah, yeah. To this walled off area that's you know I don't know how many acres, but you can see the walls around, and they can't go over the walls. And uh, once a day, uh, sort of the wall opens up, and you can go into it. But it's essentially a very complicated maze. And there's designated maze runners who run through it and try to map it to try to find a way out. Well, every month another boy comes and with supplies too. They're also given supplies. So there's, you know, some sort of this, we don't know who, um, although we find out at the end, um, but we don't know who is, is, you know, somebody's kidnapping these kids and they don't have any memory. Um, of who they are, they, they don't even, for the most part, they don't even remember their names. Um, they just get sent to this sort of island, almost, uh, mm-hmm. this walled off island. And, you know, there it becomes a teen drama. And, and it's actually not bad, um, until the end, the reveal. And maybe the book was better, maybe they did a better job of explaining it. 
But at the end, with the reveal, you're like, what? That's fucking ridiculous. It was alien. If you huh? were, yeah. If you <laughs> were that, no, it wasn't. Uh, but I won't say anymore. Uh, if you were, you know, the, the person or people that is responsible for putting these kids in this area, it's fucking insane. It, it's a, it's a batshit crazy, um, sort of, uh, idea that that they would do that it's, it's com- completely unrealistic when the film really is trying to be realistic in a sense you know well, remember battle it's, royale did you ever see battle royale yeah yes and we've talked about it on the podcast a lot of fun with that one and you know that one is more of the the uh the um the hunger games where you know it's battling kids against each other and mm-hmm. this movie it's more about the kids have to work together Oh, okay. They're not. They're not. They're not in this maze to kill each other. Mm-hmm. They're just trying to survive. Basically, would have been a better movie given, if they did try to kill themselves. Uh, it might have been, <laughs> but like I said, the movie actually the first two acts aren't bad. Um, you know, the writing is sort of you know it's 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 just kind of eh. the performances are pretty good. Um, considering it's just a bunch of teenage boys, the main character. Is, uh, Dylan O'Brien and, and, and he's quite charismatic, I think. And I, I would say he's probably got a good future, uh, going on ahead of him. Oh, yeah. Oh, you do, do you? Oh, in fact, they're filming the sequel. And of course, it sets oh. it up for a sequel. And that's why it plot, uh, popped in my head was, was the movie really leaves it open for a sequel at the end. And that's probably one of the points where I was kind of like, eh. It could have been, been that great if you couldn't remember it that you saw yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I watched it, and then at the end, I was like, oh, they really made this a fucking... They really set this one up for a sequel, you know what I mean? Did Doc, Doc Brown show up in the DeLorean? Like, hey, yeah, yeah, and it flies place. off. Yeah, yeah, So, um, it's, 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 it's one of those films where it's like a borderline, buy that for a dollar, waste of time. You know, if you're just sort of... Like, Chris, she liked it. She watched it. She didn't fall asleep. She was sort of entertained. And, and I was too, um, it was just like the first, uh, you know, hour and 20 minutes was like a, a solid buy that for a dollar. And mm-hmm. then the, the big, da, 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 at the end was such a letdown, it dropped it down. So, yeah. Um, what I love, the, what yeah. I love about that dynamic that, uh, that, that, uh, that you have with uh, when you watch with your with your girl is that uh-huh. uh you're watching with like a critique hat on and she doesn't you know what I mean she's just yeah, watching like exactly. it's on, which just, is cool to get the two sides of the coin you know yeah like she literally is can this movie keep me awake and, and <laughs> that's it, her biggest and, critique is that it right yes exactly and it's awake and, things, it's and, good. and and because the first two acts they do a good job of just giving you a little bit a little bit. Okay, he's gonna, he's gonna run the maze. Is he gonna make it? Oh my god, whoo! It does a good job of keeping you going. And so by the time the reveal is at the end of the movie, she's already committed. She's already watched it. You know, she hasn't fallen asleep, so she's gonna finish it now. And so mm-hmm. she, she, she goes ahead and give the, the shitty ending a pass. And then she says, yeah, I'd give it a buy that for a dollar. And, and you know what? Because she gave it a dollar, I give it a waste of time. That would be a waste of time. <laughs> are you the same way? It's like yeah, because same, you give it a dollar, I give it a waste of time too. Yeah. Oh, funny. Yeah. 
But you know what I'm saying? How like how you watch the movie and then she's watching it differently. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, can you imagine like going back to that and like not like uh, watching movies? Just it'd be weird, huh? You can't. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you're you know an 18 to 25 year old boy or girl or a 12 year old girl, you're gonna love this. You're gonna really like the movie because the reveal at the end, it's not gonna seem so ridiculous, and you're still gonna be you know, sort of on the breath of the suspense. I mean, there's a lot of suspense in the film. Um, you know, it really almost balances, uh, it tries to be this um, uh, almost like a thriller kind of thing. It's not gory, like I said, it's PG-13, but it really tries to keep you on the edge of your seat. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's uh, Reavers or whatever, and they're a little, uh, they're, they're something that's also planted in this world to uh, kill the kids if they... Uh-huh. If, if they start fucking up. So, gotcha. um, that's sort of the threat. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, for my taste, for what I want to see, it's a, it's, it's a really high waste of time. Gotcha. <laughs> it's not, a, it's, you know, it's like one of those things, you know. When you say high, like MCP high or just like, like high as in getting high tonight. <laughs> um, I, you know, I, I I have like two kind of extras because I, I I'm just watched parts of it, so I, I can't give it a rating. But I'll just talk a little bit of it. Um, the Box Trolls and uh, the Book of Life. Yes, I, I, I got it for the kids. And uh, Crew really likes the Box Trolls. He's 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 requested it actually. He's a big fan of Coraline, so I think he likes that uh that kind of stop motion animation. Imagine um, like Box Trolls too. Oh yeah, um so. So, uh, so, yeah, the, the, it's like paranormal, you know, that animation is just fucking amazing. Right. Um, which is funny because it's like very British, you know, and it's got the, and it's like yeah. an old timey. So, um, but it looks amazing and, and, uh, he likes it. So, and the book of life is really cool. The, the character design in that, they're like wooden puppets. Um, so it's a different take and, uh, it's funny, like, while we're watching it, the crew's like, uh, I just want to watch this. Why are they showing, like, I, I want to go back to the non-story. I'm like, what do you mean the non-story? Like, you know, cause there's a, there's a teacher talking to these five kids, these students. And so it goes, and they talk about the story. So the movie, you know, transitions to the story. He wants to see the kids in the school. <laughs> he wants to see more of them. So it's kind of funny. He keeps, he keeps getting pouty and upset, like, no, I want to watch the kids in the story. And then a cool thing he said, afterwards over which was really cool and it just really like got to me got me thinking it was amazing where he goes um where uh i'm getting ready to go to bed and he goes do you know daddy that movie watch i'm like yeah he goes it reminds me of that other movie when our when our um our neighbor came over and spent the night before like they had to go back to school uh he's like it reminded me of this the other movie watch i'm like what's what do you mean he goes oh you mean like the never ending story where he remembers the kid reading the book and then he going back and going into the story oh, mode and going yeah. into the movie yeah. You know, oh. he compared them to it. I'm like, look at the fucking big brain on Brit. This mom motherfucker. That's right. I just wanted to say it to him so bad and I could, you know, I was holding back. Yeah. Maybe when he's older, I can try it. But, but I just thought that was so cool that he can, he, he remembered he and then he, connection. you know, he compared it to never any story where like yeah. you're reading the story and then you get into the movie from the story and you, and you come back and forth. I thought that was awesome. That was cool. Um, yeah, because um, we watched Never End Story. You try watching Never End Story as an adult, it doesn't really work. It doesn't hold oh, up. Oh, really? It's really doesn't fucking hold up. weird. That's a weird movie. That's a fucking weird movie. It is that, for sure. Yeah. I remember as a kid loving it, but then as an adult, it's like, because the kids liked it, but I'm like, as an adult, me and Amy look at each other, what the fuck did we ever see in this fucking thing? That's kind of funny. <laughs> Stupid you <know>? fucking art <laughs> It's just uh, Sebastian, right? The, or yeah. Lucky, what was his name? The fucking... Big dog, big flying dog thing. Um, With the weird bubbles on his back. 
Yeah, the rock, the rock monster eating rocks. Like, what the fuck you eating yourself? Yeah, what the hell. Yeah. Um, the weird like uh, big headed guys they're talking in that whole like conference thing. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> um, but yeah, so Falcor. what's that? Falcor. Falcor. That's it. Yeah, I don't know think of his name. Yeah, everyone's like everyone's listening, going fucking Falcor, you idiot. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's funny watching uh stuff as an adult, right? You guys had an experience like that recently where you watch something that you watched as a kid? Oh, and, like, and it doesn't hold up? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure. What you said, yeah. What'd you say? <laughs> well, I, I can't pinpoint it because I forget about movies as soon as I watch them, but, um, <laughs> or as soon as I review them. As soon as I talk about a podcast, they're done. Gone. Yeah. Um, well, do you get scared that if you do go back and watch it, like, you're not going to yes, like it as much? Like, do. you don't want to tarnish that, that, uh. Yes, that happens all the time. I, it kind of had that with Back to the Future, you know, it's like. Well, Tony I, said I it too, at the beginning of his review, he was like, you know. Yeah. It, it was like you, you, now we watch these movies from a critical standpoint, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? As opposed Mystery to Man. just, it's fun. I, 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 you know, it's like I almost do Tony's, uh, um, for the thing he does for the top 10, the, uh, Metrics, um, yeah, metrics, and so yeah, I mean, a lot of movies I go back, and I'm not sure, I'm not a hundred percent positive that that I'm gonna love them. Uh, Back to the Future, obviously, fortunately, I did, but um, uh, yeah, I, I watch movies where I go, you know what, this is just doesn't hold up. Yeah, the magic is uh, not there anymore. So um, I can't think of anything offhand either. But um, yeah, yeah but no, Mystery Man, like, Mystery uh, Man was the, one of the recent ones. What's that? What's that? Mis- Mystery Men. Was oh, one of the yeah. recent runs where oh, 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 I remember I liked it as a kid and I just hated yeah. it as an adult. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a fucking waste funny. of time. Yeah. But what's, what's funny too is like, um, like some movies that I don't know what I'm going to think about, I, I think I would go that view where I take my credit card off and just watch it. You know, like, like, like Maze Runner, you know? Like I said, I have a copy of it and I, I think I would just go into it, just blind, blindly going into it, you know? Let me something surprise me. I I I would love to be just surprised or or being taken back by something, you know. From mm-hmm. instead of just going, oh, this movie looks terrible, you know. Right. I would no. just go. This wow. Give it a chance. Man, you know? I'm gonna. Uh, what's that? Give it a chance. Give it a chance. Absolutely. I'll I'll watch him. Like, let's see what you got. I'll give you a shot. I'll I'll pop it in and and uh, try to wow me because I, I I would just go. You know what? I yeah I I review movies for sure, but uh. Sometimes I want to be surprised, and I'll, I'll give anything a shot. Um, did I ever review that? Uh, I did review that Jason Baby and Tina Fey movie, right? Way back when. I don't know. This is where we live. Okay, I, do remember, I remember watching that over the vacation weekend. I can't remember. I think I did. Yeah. Did you like it? Yeah, I did like it. Hmm. And Jason Bateman. I mean, come on, you know. I love yeah. Him. Is he uh, playing? Tina Fey's his sister, and uh, <laughs> yeah, they had to come back after uh, her dad dies. Did I fucking review it? I fucking can't remember now. That's funny. What is it Tony's called? Looking it up, Tony. Um, what's the one? Uh, the way oh, we live, or this is where I leave you. Yeah, that doesn't. Chris sound saw this. She said she liked it. Yeah, Jason when their Bain father passes Fey. away, four grown siblings are returned to forced to return to their childhood home and live under the same roof together for a week. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe I didn't. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember you reviewing this. Oh, I don't either. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, I liked it. Come buy it for a dollar. <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar. 
give it a shot. Yeah. No, it's really good. Jason Bateman's great in it. Um, and I always love when, um, when, uh, Rose Byrne shows up. She's so hot. Right? Mm. Right? I like how you whispered that. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, sound travels, you know, travels a lot. <laughs> um, no, I just wish we got like, looking at a picture of her and I'm just like, I just kind of like, my hearts get all, my eyeballs turn out hearts and I'm just like, Rose Byrne's just so hot, right guys? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she is. Um, What's that? Oh, she is. There's, yeah. there's no, uh, um, yeah. Jane Fonda, she got like, she got a boob drop in the movie, which is hilarious, and they're fucking out there. Like, there's a scene where she's making the bed, and, and Jason Bateman's like in his dry room, he's like, hey, whoa, hey, hey, can you just cover them up? I mean, they're just, they're just, they're just out there. Look at those, you know? And she said, come on, you used to suck on them for, for when you were a kid. And he's like, not those, not those, not those. Those are bionic tits. <laughs> and if you love Bateman, he's great. Um, Adam Driver. Um, he's in the new Star Wars movie, so he's he's kind of the the, the kid that won't grow up. Um, it's a cool fi- family dynamic. Timothy Oliphant shows up. You know, Harley's a big fan. Oh of wow! Yeah, I was way back in the Thanks. days before he just started making that goddamn television show and never did anything oh, else. Oh man, he he'll, he'll, he'll never be the he'll never be as cool as he was in Go. Is what you're saying? And in Gone in sixty seconds. Is that what you're yeah, saying? yeah, yeah. Well, and I liked him in Live Free or Die Hard. He plays a good bad guy, and then it's like. He did that justified TV series, and it was yeah. like, that's it. Never did anything else. Like, What's he, wrong with I, that? I thought he, well, it's just like, it seemed like he could have been a major sort of, Tender? you know, Hollywood, uh, force, and he, he just sort of like, no, I'm just gonna do this fucking TV series for five years. <laughs> well, maybe it's working for me. People love that show. I guess they shit out six seasons of it. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, what I just find, what I just now found out that I looked at this, that, that movie, it's written by the guy that fucking writes for Banshee. I'm bringing it all back. Oh, that's a, he's a create, he's one of the creators of Banshee. Yeah, Jonathan, Jonathan Tropper. That's so funny. I'm just like, look, I'm like, hey, that name looks familiar. Cause I just, like I said, I just recently watched the episode of, uh, Banshee. I always see that name pop. I'm like, huh. And he wrote it. Interesting. But yeah, I can't believe I didn't mention it. That's weird. Yeah, five dollar for sure. All right, well that uh, I guess that's it, right, fellas? Yeah. All right, that concludes another episode of the Bad Boys Podcast. We're just randomly ranting on things, movies, and uh, we're gonna go back in time. I'm gonna get on my skateboard, put on some headphones, listen to the Power of Love. Let's get on out of here. I mean, your boy Fonzo say we ride together. Harley, we die together. MCP, Bad Boys for Life.